This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday, the 27th of September. In your Squiz today, a big job vacancy in Victoria. Mundine makes the no case. Fears of ethnic cleansing in Azerbaijan. And the snake apocalypse is coming. This is your Squiz today. Daniel Andrews is stepping down. He has been the leader of the Victorian Labor Party for 13 years and the Premier of the state for nine years, making him the longest serving Premier in Victoria's history. In his unexpected announcement yesterday, he said that it's time for him to move on and spend some more time reading, golfing and with his family. There were a lot of questions yesterday about what prompted his decision to go because at Victoria's state election in November last year, Andrews was adamant that he was going to stick around until 2026. When he was asked about that yesterday, he said that it was true then, but I've changed my mind. Uh, he said that it wasn't an easy decision, but it was time to go and state politicians don't usually have national name recognition, but Andrews is a bit of a different case. He became a national figure during the COVID lockdowns. Melbourne, of course, had more days of lockdown than any other city in the world. There is going to be a lot of legacy wrangling over the next few days and weeks. Anthony Albanese had his say yesterday. The two used to be flatmates, actually, and he said that Andrews will be remembered as a man of great conviction, enormous compassion and a fierce determination to make a difference. The Victorian coalition leader, John Pasuto gave the opposing view. He said Andrews is leaving because things have fallen apart. And the commentators are talking about the impact that Andrews had on the state, not just during the pandemic, but across his time in office. People seem to have very strong reactions to Andrews and assessments of his performance, but love him or loathe him, the voters kept him around longer than any other leader before him. As for what's next for the party and for the state. Everyone's talking about Jacinta Allen as being the next Premier. She's the Deputy Premier. She got that job mid last year. And many said that that was really Andrews pointing to her as his successor. And we're not going to have to wait long to find out who fills that spot, Claire. The Labor Caucus will meet at 12pm today. And if it is Jacinta Allen, then she'll be the second female Premier of Victoria. The first was Joan Kerner, who held the job from 1990 to 92. Warren Mundine was at the National Press Club yesterday. He is a leading campaigner for the no side against the voice proposal that we'll all be voting on at the upcoming referendum. Mundine called the Uluru Statement from the Heart, which is that document where Indigenous leaders called for the voice, a symbolic declaration of war on modern Australia. Yeah, he says that that proposal is a political ploy to grab power, not just from the Australian nation, but also from traditional owners themselves. He's a very proud Indigenous man and he is someone who has campaigned around Indigenous rights for quite some time. But when it comes to The Voice and making this case for the No campaign, he said yesterday that Indigenous Australians are doing fine. Uh, 
Sean Dean has had a couple of interesting weeks on the campaign. He hasn't been far away from controversy. Last week he said that he was in support of treaties between Indigenous Australians and the government and he also said that he supported changing the date of Australia Day and those are positions that are at odds with many on the no side. In response to Mundine's speech at the National Press Club, one of the architects of the Uluru Statement, Professor Megan Davies, condemned Mundine's inflammatory language. And today at the Press Club, we'll be hearing from Noel Pearson from the Yes side of the campaign. That's on from 12.30pm Eastern Time. Claire, there's been a story developing in Azerbaijan that's come to a boiling point in the last week and has caused thousands of ethnic Armenians in the area to flee their homes amid claims of ethnic cleansing. Now, this is a story with a long history, so let's set the scene a little. Yeah, if you've seen this story bumping around the news but found it very hard to access, we totally hear you. So we'll start at the starting point. Uh, Azerbaijan, it's a piece of land that connects Europe and Asia. It's in really the middle of Russia, Turkey and Iran, and the region is in contention because this Nagano-Karabakh region is within the borders of Azerbaijan That region is mostly made up of ethnic Armenians and it's a region that wants to separate from Azerbaijan, uh, which is something that Azerbaijan has used in the past, their military, to crack down on that kind of separatist action. And what's happened is on the 19th of September, Azerbaijan launched a military crackdown against those separatists and now the president has said that his military has reasserted its sovereignty over the region with an iron fist. And that's why ethnic Armenians are fleeing in droves from their traditional land. Suffice to say, it's a situation that the UN is keeping a close eye on, which you would expect when claims of ethnic cleansing are made. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN pn.com forward slash squiz today. We've heard about how the hot weather is going to cause a greater risk of bushfires, Claire, but this is a new one. We might also be in for a summer of big, cranky snakes. Yeah, and that's according to snake catchers. If you've been cruising around the news sites of the last couple of weeks, you'll see quite a few snake stories. But there was a very striking one yesterday where a very experienced snake catcher said that snakes, and this is the quote, are thicker, longer and more robust and a little bit more cranky too. Now, that's a string of words that you really don't want to put together when you're talking about snakes. (laughs) 
Uh, the issue is that the sort of mild winter that we've had meant that snakes weren't in hibernation for as long as they normally would be, which means they've been eating more. And as we head towards a hot spring and summer, they could be out and about looking for cool places. And if you do see a snake, a bit of advice, don't go near it. That's from the snake catchers. <laughs> it's very, very helpful, isn't it? <laughs> and also something practical if you're in areas where a snake encounter could occur, have a compression bandage in your first aid kit. <laughs> so we're all going to be walking around with bandages and looking out for snakes. It's going to be a really relaxed summer. What a summer. <laughs> Phone etiquette has evolved a lot in the last couple of years, and so the Washington Post consulted an etiquette expert for the definitive guide on good phone manners. <laughs> yeah, I think we all have in our mind what good phone manners are, but according to the experts, uh, voicemails, of course, many reckon that they've become redundant in the age of text messaging, although talking to young people, text messaging is also pretty much redundant, <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um so, yeah, voicemails don't leave them. Uh, another grievance is that if you get a phone call without warning, um, that's a big no-no because people like to be text messaged first to arrange a good time to have a chat, um, especially true with video calls. You need to make an appointment for those. Uh, but if someone doesn't text or call you back immediately and you try them again, they say, don't do that, just chill out <laughs> for a little bit because no one likes to be harassed. Uh, last on the list, and this I must say is my pet peeve, don't use the speakerphone in public. Uh, yes, everyone's pet peeve, I think. Ugh, it's the worst. I was always taught to say, Claire, uh, when answering the phone, Thai household Alex speaking, but I don't do that anymore because I haven't used a landline for about 15 years. You know what? I think I was taught to actually say our phone number and then Claire speaking. <laughs> I don't know why you would say the phone number, but anyway. They already know that, yeah. <laughs> Squiz the day, Claire. What is coming up today? Alex, we talked about the Brownlows on Monday, of course, the AFL's big night. Um, tonight, it's the Dally M's, which is the NRL and NRLW awards for the best player of the season. And also, just a correction before we go from yesterday's podcast, when Alice and I were talking about the Home Affairs Secretary Mike Pizzullo and his text messages with the Liberal Party insider Scott Briggs, at one point I called that guy Simon Briggs, which is not the right name, <laughs> so that's my bad. Scott Briggs is the guy from the story. <laughs> Alex, everything I say is perfect, so I don't know what you're talking about. Don't have any empathy for you at all. <laughs> we, we can't all be Claire Kimball. <laughs> And that is it for us today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow. Hi there, it's Bryce from Squiz Kids, the daily news podcast for small people. March is Women's History Month and we're celebrating over on our socials. Every weekday this month, we're throwing the spotlight on a different iconic woman from Australia's rich history. Follow us on Instagram via the handle at SquizKids to learn the backstories of some incredible Aussie women and together honour their legacies.